Who is this? She who lies beyond my sight. A garish moon gazing upon endless dunes and forests of bleached bones. An end and a beginning in one. What power challenges Lady Rushlight at the edge of her domain? Why can I not peer into this lowly cottage at the heart of the Immenwood? Hey everybody, it's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM Trevor. And with me, we've got a lovely group of guys. Todd, Micah, Jake, Joe, Christian, Raymond. How's everybody doing? Just peachy. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> we know that's, that's a lie. so loaded. I see, it seems like you need to share, Raymond. Oh my god, I'm great. I'm having a wonderful day. Everything is, um, is fucking daisies. I'm so happy. <laughs> Just so you're aware about... Uh, uh, 20 minutes before recording, we got a message from Ray that said, I'm going to be about 15 minutes late. Computer on fire. So, Ray, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have two separate workstations because I like to separate church and state in my home when it comes to work and pleasure. Yeah, ditto. So, <laughs> you're mixing too many metaphors here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have. My the, my setup that I normally record on, and I, I I stream on here. I do all my comedy content on here, my podcasts, all that stuff on here. And then behind me is my little work desk. And I was sitting at my little work desk uh, on Wednesday, having a very difficult day at work. And I I sort of backed my chair up, and it hit my work desk, and it knocked over this bottle of water that I thought was empty. Um, cause I was spitting sunflower seeds into it, but I guess it wasn't empty. It still had a little bit of water in it poured right on my computer. Flames began to shoot out the back of my computer. So I unplugged it. Um, the whole house smelled like, like the nineties, <laughs> Yeah, that ozone my smell. living room in the nineties is what it smelled like. <laughs> um, so I take it into my local computer store with a guy, Mo, that he's great. Shout out to PC Trade. He's awesome. And um, he was like, hey, man, we got this. Don't worry. And I was like, should I just buy a new computer? And he was like, no, you're fine. You don't need a new computer. You just need a new video card and a new a power supply. And I was like, perfect. And then I buy that. And then he's like, oh, you also need uh, a new motherboard. And I was like, okay, let me get a new motherboard. And then he's like, oh, wait a minute. You also need a new CPU. And I'm like, hey, why don't I buy a fucking new computer? <laughs> right. So my first question is, are you buying all of these parts from him? No, I'm not. Okay. No, okay. no, 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 okay. no. Um, he, so this dude has had, it's so great. He, he, works next to a um it used to be a, a hot tub store and the, <laughs> the hot tub store was like can we just buy that your space out because we're a hot we have a giant hot tubs and you just have little computer parts and he was like never and he's been there for 30 years and he's just <laughs> holding his own little fucking ground doesn't really so i so i've ever since my i mean my parents have taken all computer stuff to him he knows me and my family he's not i was like okay i'm not gonna take it you know i'm not gonna take it anywhere else um and he was like dude i'm so sorry he called me today he he was supposed to call me today and he didn't by like three o'clock and i was like oh. i called him i was like you have bad news for me don't you and he's like i do i'm sorry i was like fuck so life goes on, but I'm, um, I'm having a sad day guys. <laughs> so you just dropped like six C bills on a new video card. So, so <laughs> yeah. Basically. What'd you end up getting? 
I got an AMD Radeon 6600 RX. Oh, does it get cold in your house? Does it get cold in your house? Luckily, so the biggest thing, that's the thing he goes, dude, so I have a cooling system in my computer. And he's like, I would tell you to just get an Intel, but you can't because you have this cooling system that was built for AMD and you're fucked. And I'm like, why would you get an Intel in with the way that AMDs perform right now? It doesn't make any sense. Whatever. I guess Intel 12 no. is good. Nope, he's a liar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he also doesn't know what like the content, the the content, the extent of what I do on the computer. He thinks it's just like a personal computer, not that I like do all this other stuff on it. So, but you know, I was I was gonna take this money that I had and do something nice, and but you know, good thing Cammy doesn't listen to this because I was gonna get her a bunch of nice stuff. Now you can fuck yourself, Cammy. You're not getting anything nice because <laughs> <laughs> it's all going to my computer. <laughs> you know, Raymond, I was looking at this as kind of like your comeuppance for all the terrible things you do. Like maybe you're gonna learn your lesson, but then you say shit like that. <laughs> yeah, right. I know it's all coming on to bite me in the ass, and I'm like, you know what? Let's double down, okay? It's time so to double I'm, down. I'm assuming that like the the bottle was actually empty, and uh, the water that was in it was actually your saliva that you had in the bottle, <laughs> right? which yeah. makes it yeah. an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Just, no, PC trade is like, what is this shit? <laughs> do you think? Do you think it was the water, or do you think it was the sunflower seeds? <laughs> you know what? I think the sunflower seeds formed a, an alliance against me. <laughs> they just fucking laid wreckage to my PC, Looked like a chog jug. <laughs> so this place that you went to is it in a strip mall? No, it's in like a row of. Actually, it's right next to a Comic Quest, who uh, is is a local game store that has our roll for intent stickers. Um, <gasps> who's also been there for like th- yeah, shout out to Comic Quest, <laughs> who's also been there for like twenty years. Um, no, yeah, it's right off the freeway. It's just this rickety old building. Nice. That also smells like my living room from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's got a bunch of fried parts in it. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. Sorry, I was just, I was just thinking back because I'm like, you, I forget that you live in California and you have places that sell hot tubs. Yeah. Like here, I, I know there's a store somewhere in Lansing that does it, but I also know there's a store that rents them. Oh, rents God. Oh, oh, my God. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so let's change our banter topic for a second. Hey, guys, uh, one year anniversary. You want to come to Lansing? <laughs> That's kind of like a hotel that sells sheets. <laughs> oh, oh no! They, oh no! We just they just sell hepatitis here. Which, by the way, I'm all stocked up on. Right now. <laughs> it's actually right down the street from. Uh, I, I can't remember the name of the place, Jake. You can probably tell me, but uh, it's the home of the Hammy Sammy. Oh, nip and sip. There you go. That's the, that's the one I wanted you to say. I know you said Hammy, but did it? Is it Handy Sammy? Handy Sammy. It's a little restaurant on the uh, north side of town. I've also just been neglecting the entire time. I know exactly what place you're talking about. I I just don't want to talk about it because it's gross. (laughs) I want to know what kind of stuff you delivered there when you worked for FedEx. Oh, thank God I never had the north side of Lansing now. But the place that you're referring to is called The Hot House. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's the hot tub place? This is the hot tub rental place. Yeah, yes. and for all of our listeners, please look up the hot house in Lansing on Google and see what kind of ratings they've got. Uh, so I'm talk to gonna, it when your parents are near. I'm going to do that right now, actually. I don't know if you want Hot to. house, Lansing, Michigan. Uh, uh, four stars. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah okay. It, it sounds like a Scandinavian <laughs> oh. theme strip club, honestly. Oh, it's we not. clean ninety percent of the. Cum. I'm looking at like a picture of it from the outside. It absolutely looks like a rural strip club. Yep. Oh, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's like what Lansing's f- not a pretty town. So I mean, oh, and it's on the God. not pretty part of and town. That's in, yeah, it's in North Lansing, which is 
like derelict. It's on it, it like you ever seen uh, what is that district 12? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's called so, district 9. It's actually ran by Chappie. I have a question. <laughs> Sorry. I really like that movie a lot, but that's just all I picture whenever you go to the north side because after Cedar and Larch comes together, it's just oh these huge, gigantic concrete and dirt, empty lots filled with nothing where mm-hmm. all of these motor plants used to be. And I don't know if this is bullshit or not, but that but Grandpa used to work at GM, so who knows? But he said that the reason that those lots are derelict and nobody buys anything there is because those specific buildings are where they used to um, dip all of the fenders and benders and all that other shit into nickel plating. And, all the benders? Uh, yeah, the fenders and benders, yeah. That <laughs> not, it, it, they would dip them in nickel, and apparently the ground is so polluted and contaminated from all of the nickel that it's basically unusable. Mm-hmm. The joys of living in a post-industrial wasteland. <laughs> the mega so- mall's up there, too. So I have a question, though. Oh, that got bought out. Did it? That's too bad. I like the Mega Mall. Cheapest day you'd ever have to not go on. So, okay, so, so, so Todd, you say, this, this, you say this is a hot tub rental place. Now, in my brain, I thought... You thought it was not, like not you tossed from home. the back of your... No, it's not yeah. a I take, thought it was a take it's home. It's not yeah, a take home. home. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like a... No, you don't. You don't fucking put it on a trailer hitch and take it away <laughs> for like Fourth of July. This is thought, so much worse. Yeah, no, you so go there. And it's kind of like a bowling. It, it's. I don't know why you said it like mm-hmm. that. It, it's like saying when you go bowling, you rent the ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a bowling alley. Listen for hot tubs. Yeah, yeah. You just go in but you're the, you're in the pins. So, <laughs> I'm at the FAQ. Okay, frequently asked questions. And right now. Mm-hmm. You go down to the hot house, you get a hepatitis A and B. We call that the 710 split here. Let's... <laughs> That's quite a place. But yeah, if we can all meet up there, I'll spring for the jungle it suite. It says, all your tubs clean? Question mark. The answer is, what day yes. is it? We have a state-of-the-art water filtration system that regulates the chemical balance of the water. 65 gallons of fresh water circulates through the filtration system every minute. We are inspected and regulated by the state of Michigan Health Department. Oh, yeah, good. It's not required, but our staff performs water chemical tests four times a day. And I'm going to be like, Michigan's where fucking Flint is, bitch. (laughs) I just also, I would like to read the the first review of this place. It's a one star review. It says, (laughs) it says terrible. The only bench to put your belongings on is ripped and stained. (laughs) Not not even about the hot tub. No, wait, wait, hold on. The tub had brown bubbles in it. (laughs) Both mirrors in the room were broken. Ceiling was leaking. We asked for our money back. And they said the boss was out of town. Ah, the Grand River special. (laughs) (laughs) So that was going to be my point was like, they forgot to skim off the au jus. (laughs) (laughs) They could talk about how clean the water is and, and, you know, label everything in their, their filtration system at not, not at any point during Joe's reading, did they say anything about everything surrounding the hot tub? (laughs) (laughs) Right. That entire place needs like a good black light sweep because it's got to be several crime scenes. That place has not been deep clean since they made Oldsmobiles here. (laughs) <laughs> I feel you yeah. should go and read the very next review. <laughs> let me, let me, let me, hold on. Hold on. Let me read it. 
We're going to get like DMCA'd or something. I know. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, we can, we can advertise everything. This is hey, precisely why no. we're an LLC, guys. We're indemnified. Also, Lansing has never had. I guarantee you, they've never had more promotion than we're giving them. You don't need to advertise. There's a special type of per- person. We have a ton of listeners in Lansing too and the surrounding yeah. area. Okay, so wait, so right in the room there, please call in. We could do or a send us an email. We can hang oh, out there. I bet they get the stuff from Pruce's pets. Like they get that water one gallon <laughs> at a time. Oh my god, that is so true. Yeah. Fish water. How dare you fucking <laughs> slander? Bruce's pets by involving them at all. I'm saying that the water starts off pristine. Yeah, no, I'm going to say Bruce's pets. I'm going to say that that Sarge's farting in that stream is going to be cleaner than whatever is going on in those hot tubs. I I imagine that the inside of that place smells a lot like Price's pets. Yeah, like exactly. (laughs) No, not like Bruce's pets. The inside of the large lizard enclosure that is right inside. Mm. As soon as you walk through the door, love that. Mm -hmm. Love that smell. Reptile scum. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah, but the aquariums are where it's at. That's a glorious store. Casual chaos. Casual chaos would lose his mind in there, guys. I, yeah. I mean to get a picture of Sarge for him. There's this, I don't know what it is, but there's this fish in the back of the store. They have a, this Priestess Pets is like a huge pet store here in Lansing. And it's like one of the only nice things about this god awful shit. I remember going on a field trip there when I was in preschool. It's so mm-hmm. nice. It's, it's, it's like a bastion of goodness in the middle of all of this. Like, it's like the wasteland of awful. I hate this fucking town. And, <laughs> but inside of Priestess Pets in the aquarium, there's uh, this loving, I don't know what kind of fish it is, but it has an enormous forehead. Like you could land a plane on it. It's, it's got, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. it's got one, like the big bowl. Bulging forehead. No, I don't know I what know it, it is, is. but it's, it, a, it's a cichlid though. And I don't know if it's for sale or anything either, if it's just like ah. a store fish that they have, but they wrote it in big Sharpie with the big elaborate letters, big boy uh, on the front <laughs> of the tank. It's boy spelled B-O-I. Nice. Oh, great. Who's a big so, boy? Big boy. Fish they name, like they name a bunch of their animals, like really goofy names. In their uh, insect area too, they also have uh, a spider that free roams around the desk named Shelob. Oh, that's I'm never, I'm never going in there again. <laughs> you know, Todd, you know who else used to have a big spider? <laughs> yeah, man, Boss Scrog. Uh, wow. uh, you know what? That was, this is why you're you're here, Christian. You're keeping us. You're, thank you're you. just, <laughs> beautiful. Thanks for the layup. Hero point for Christian. <laughs> One rule change for Christian. Every time he gets a hero point, just to change the rules on us. We wouldn't know. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's yeah, right. No yeah. yeah, like you all have like a tax of opportunity now. It's uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's a thirty-five foot reach. Fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so last week, you guys headed north of town uh, after hearing about some unaccounted for kobolds at a northern tunnel. There's that and that corpse in the river. There was also the corpse in the river, but I think the more urgent and pressing concern and something that had a a definite endpoint, right, was those kobolds that had not responded from the northern tunnel that had had a recent cave in. You guys headed north and came upon a clearing with a cottage. At the cottage was an older woman sweeping off her doorstep area in the cobbles and she saw you from afar she recognized Kashak. they have some history with one another after confirming that she was not a faceless stalker you began to speak with her and, and tell her what you were looking for that you were trying to make your way to this tunnel you hadn't been there in a long time in fact last time you came through you asked for directions to get there 
And she said, sure, I'll help you, but I have some issues with some little gremlin-looking creatures that moved into my mushroom cave and are causing a ruckus. You recognize it as your old friend, Boss Scrog. She said she'd take you. Once you helped her, she went inside, came out wearing a cloak that had a very distinct pattern on it that resembled the unholy symbol of Nimbaloth. You don't wear those colors on this block. (laughs) (laughs) He go get shot. And you determine that she was once a adherent to the empty death and had come to the fog fen searching for a way to become closer to Nimbaloth along with, I think I believe I said 26 other cultists who were slain by wisps in the swamp. And she ran and ran and came upon a plinth in the fog fen and called out for help and something answered. And she has been a patron of the true watcher or her her patron has been the true watcher of the end of time. The grimacing moon grotus that looms over the boneyards. And with that, I bring you back to the Imminwood, north of Otari. What do you do? She's leading us to the cave, right? Her mushroom cave? Absolutely. You guys are heading towards um, the cave that she apparently cultivates mushrooms in. Now, I've played Stardew Valley before, and if I remember correctly, it's just up to the left. Right, it's mm-hmm. right to the left of the path to go north towards... Northwest of her house. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like, yeah. north towards Absalom, like, to just off to the side. It's about it's about a 15-minute walk to get there. So not too terribly long, but it's not, you know, hop, skip, and a jump. Right. But the Immonwood isn't a swamp, right? It's a, it's, it's a deciduous forest, as many of you probably have been in as a child. Any human listening to the show would probably recognize a, a typical deciduous forest. Same noises you'd hear. Songbirds, squirrels. It's a lot more lively here than in the fog fen. At least more lively with birds. Less buzzing and biting flies. As opposed to who else is listening. I'm sorry, I couldn't <laughs> let that go. Fuck, that was bothering so much. I don't know what's going on with Micah. <laughs> to any humans listening to the show, you may have seen a deciduous forest before. I'm just before. trying to differentiate between the PCs and the actual people that are listening to the show. Not right? only is there a forest, there are trees and animals around. What? God damn it, Micah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to paint a picture and you just shat on it. I, I, I'm sorry, my bad. It's me, it's my fault. Can you describe I, what you're trying to make me feel in German? I bet Micah could. <laughs> Absolute fishent. <laughs> I think what he's trying to say is that you just you were painting the picture, you use green, then you clean your brush, and then you put it back in the green. <laughs> Maybe I did. I hate you even more. Because that metaphor is really good and I don't like it. <laughs> so you you hear as you continue, you hear all off in the in the north. West, you hear. And those of you that understand under common, yeah, would understand it as Scrog bickering with his subordinates or the rest of his clan. You can pick out two, three distinct voices. There's not a lot of them, but there's some there. Well, this is where she is, right up north here. We're almost there. It's a big old cave. I'm, I'm not going to go in. We did not leave on pleasant terms when I had left. So uh, head on up there and find out exactly what y'all need to do to, to get them out of here. And I will then take you where you desire to go. Gotcha, Eddie. Thank you. 
I have bad news for you, Hattie. Uh, last time we saw these these mitflits, we also did not leave on very good terms. <laughs> not our fault. To be completely <laughs> fair, it wasn't at all us. Be that as it may, it would be best to approach this with tact and diplomacy. Well, we got the wrong group for that. Uh, <laughs> I can be tact. William, this may not be for you. Yosef, why don't you take the helm on this oh. one? Yosef. Great. William goes, oh, fine. Kicks the dirt. Walks to the back of the line. It's it's okay. I am the second smallest and probably least intimidating, so... Yeah. Hattie, let me confer with the compatriots before we go in, if you don't mind. Yes, how about the high charisma character actually come with me too? This might be important. Uh, yes, I will, I, will, yeah. I will be coming with you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, no, the, the one that... <laughs> The one that's not going to slaughter everybody. Let let us let us little folk approach the other little folk, and if, if things go south, you can come in and use reasonable force. Air quotes. Very, very well, very well. Sweet, delicious, reasonable force. So we will, um, Kashak and I, walk out of the clearing. Yosef will uh, make it a point to be like, <clears throat> Where are we going to send these guys, Yosef? I haven't gotten the photo yet. Shut up. <laughs> We could wait. Oh, are you here in Undercommon? Who is it? Who comes to request audience with Boss Grog? I think Boss Grog might recognize us. I think you probably recognize us. As a long shanks from the God Knight. That's entirely unfair. We're both very small. God damn it, it's true, isn't it's it? It's true. Yeah, they're they both small. made a great point. <laughs> well, fix that. Hold on. Let me re-say what they said. <laughs> ah, it's those grins from the goblet, the ones that took our home from us. And uh, he runs away back towards the mouth of the cave and starts yelling, Boss, boss, they're here, boss. This fucking prick with this false narrative. This is bullshit already. Well, let's just wait. They'll come to us. A couple minutes later, Boss Grog kind of trundles out. He's, you know, kind of portly, has his trident, has his... Probably still wounded. Crown on. Its tip is is broken. He's (laughs) still wounded. He's got a bandage on his shoulder of leaves, whatever he could find to, to cover it. I thought I said I never wanted to see you again. Listen, the feeling, frankly, is mutual. Unfortunately, you have chosen a, a inopportune place to move in. This cave is where a very important local healer maintains cultures of her uh, healing herbs and... And fungus. Mushrooms and fungus. Yeah, fungi. Fungi? There's probably several. Fungus. Fungi. Fungis. Fungis. I, I don't speak the common very well. Yeah, the Fugees. She keeps several healing Fugees cultivated here. <laughs> wow. I mean no disrespect, Boss Grog, but I must request humbly, and I'm gonna, you know, um, what's the word? Not prostrate, but genuflect. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hand on heart, hand on ground. I'm gonna kneel. Boss Grog, I know you've been through a lot, but I, I must request that you and the remaining members of your kingdom keep moving. Well, well, or we haven't entirely ruled out the idea of compromise. Now, 
it may be unfair for me to speak on behalf of my entire party, and it may be unfair for me to assume what your highness and his people may need right now. And I know that you do not want to see us and they're not excited at our presence. We're simply moving through. We have a mutual acquaintance who happens to use this cave to cultivate her needs. However, if I recall correctly what I know about Mitflits, you're not unfamiliar with caves and other cave-like creatures, insects. This woman harvests all kinds of creatures and, and plants from the surrounding area. I believe that maybe if cooler heads prevailed, you may be able to find a way to coexist. Maybe you can both grow these mushrooms and use them. There has to be a way. It's the least I feel like we can do in lieu of you losing your home in the first level of the gauntlet. Scrog hates the stinking mushrooms. And he sees a cluster at his feet and he stomps on one. Disgusting, stinking mushrooms. They glows in the dark. It makes it hard to sleep. Sounds like you picked a shitty cave, bro. Better keep moving. The other cave we found had little biting rocks. We couldn't stay. And how many caves do you think are in Otari? I do not know. Oodles. But we are tired and we are weak and we need protection. We need this cave. Well, you can't have this cave, but... Why not? We found it. We came here. We protected with our might. And the other two midflits that are with him come out, and, and one of them is missing an arm. Um, and the other one is missing an eye. And they are holding pointed sticks and kind of waving them defiantly. Boss Grog, please, I beg of you, let us find another place to put you. Let us help you not make a terrible mistake. What mistake we make? We... We help you. We get killed. We run. Like you say. We find new place. We cannot stay. Why? What this compromise? Why should we keep giving up? When we have given up so much. I feel like it's simplifying our relationship a little bit. We personally, right, our group, our party, have not been aggressive towards you. I want you to live a full and happy life. I want you to have a long and prosperous reign. Our party wishes that as well. What happened at the Gauntlet was a terrible tragedy and also an unfortunate mistake. We had very little part in it. I mean, we explicitly told them not to go. It's true. Apparently we didn't say it often enough. So, if you would try not to kill any mushrooms, we will try to find another cave for you. We will escort you to said cave, and then I wish you to exist in peace and harmony. The alternative... Frankly, I, this is not a threat, but you know the foes we vanquished. We cannot hope to survive against you, but Scrog, die on feet, not on knees. So by a blindfold, 
to protect yourself against the bioluminescent fungus that populate the cave. Don't crush anything else because you're destroying someone's property. And then we'll bring you somewhere when we find a place. Scrog tired of moving. Scrog like this cave. This cave is deep. We could go deep. But we are afraid, for we are hurt. Your Majesty, I regrettably say you do not have a choice. I have been sent here to ask for your compliance. This is entirely optional. I mean, one moment. And I'd like to pull Kashak to the side and be like, I understand that we were sent here to potentially clear them out, but haven't they already suffered enough? The numbers are dwindled, they're wounded, they have nowhere else to go, they're hungry and cold, with no shelter. And the only reason that we're trying to kick these people out of their home, again, are for mushrooms. It's not the mushrooms that are the point. What what do the mushrooms do? I have no fucking clue. He might have just stomped on something that could save someone's life. Are you an herbalist? No, but I feel like if we're going to kill him either way if we continue on this path. I don't want to forcibly remove him. I came here to make compromise, not spill more of their blood. Not on purpose. And certainly not inadvertently, not again. I don't want to spill any more of their blood either. I just offered them the opportunity to find another place to go and then escort them there. And he's saying no. I just understand where he's coming from. He has nowhere else to go. I do as well. He doesn't have anywhere else to go. But that's the... That's literally step one. I find a place for him to go. We bring him there. And then he has a place upon which to build a kingdom. He's not even eating the fucking mushrooms, dude. Stomping on shit that might be worth more than we'll ever make in a lifetime. I have no fucking clue. I'm over this fat idiot fuck ruling over a a, a kingdom of two. Why, why do you wish to play gay, Tim? Are you okay? No, I'm not even close to Okay. All I want to do is live my life on a hot rock somewhere nice. And I'm trying to accrue. I feel like this isn't really conducive to anything we're doing at all. No. I also feel like maybe you have some implicit biases that are affecting the way that you're trying to adjudicate this current situation. As do I. Indeed. However, if you want to force them out, I am not going to help you. I refuse to de-home them again after getting most of them killed. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not it's actually not our fault, I'm not going to fucking dance around semantics. He has dead people. Injured people. I'm not going to add to that anymore. That's fair enough. What I think they should do is, like you said, just don't fucking stomp at any more mushrooms. We're already going to a cave. We're already going to be looking somewhere else. We might be able to find something for him. Or better yet, we can talk to Hattie and figure out exactly how important these fucking mushrooms are. But I'm not threatening them with violence. It's needlessly cruel. Okay, so these ghouls whose home we invaded in the library, how did you feel about murdering them? Are we really comparing apples to oranges with undead abominations to mitflits? Oh, undead abominations. That's a change in perspective, I think. How? I've always hated the undead. What are you getting at? I really, I don't understand. So you've always hated the undead. However, we go to a place where people are living, supposedly sentient people regardless of their drives, and you want to kill them. They're specifically not living. (laughs) They are unliving. 
Yes. We're getting into fucking semantics here. What I'm saying is that yes, this I don't understand what your the fucking point is. Alright, So let's get over here. Clang, 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 clang. Have you come to a consensus yet? This lizard wants to eugenics this cave. It's true. I gave them every fucking opportunity to goddamn leave. Every opportunity to leave. Oh my yes. god. I offered to fucking escort them from point A to point B, and that's not good enough for you. So you're not. You don't have a point B! Not yet? Exactly! No, we don't. I offered them it. I've got to find one. You offered them nothing. You just said you don't have a point B, but you offered them point B, which is nothing. I offered to escort them once I found it. Uh, did you fucking forget? Goddamn God. I just fucking had with these stupid fucking blue people. Fuck. How much of this is cash? and how much of this is Joe? I need it right now. 50-50 at this point. I'm fucking pissed off. Christ almighty. Wow. I mean, to be fair, he did mention another cave where they had bitey rocks. Yeah. Go to the bitey rock cave. I don't give a shit. The alternative is death, champ. I'm fucking tired of this. Really the United the States of America approach to this scenario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, we're Panama have- canaling this fucking cave. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Alternatively, we're ostensibly fucking potentially offending the person who made the fucking NPC in the goddamn cave. The goddamn Milfits, everybody else kills them. We're the only people who fucking have the compassion to not murder these fucking morons. And then Trevor tried to get me to fucking murder the morons with our lack of information and lack of fucking informing everybody every fucking time. Not sending out pamphlets under every goddamn door in Otari. Don't kill the fucking Netflix. Now we're going to deal with the fucking faces stomping in the fucking town, which could be everybody. I've seen the thing. I've seen it a hundred times. Leave me the fuck alone. I want to relocate these guys. I don't want to kill any fucking mushrooms. I want to kill any fucking methods. How am I the bad guy? Eat my ass. Even even other even other podcasts running this the same AP they all have all murdered the methods. I know. It's an easy solution. It's a fun uh, solution. And that's why I got extra pissed off when Trevor fucking killed him anyway. <laughs> I'd like to think this conversation happens in front of Boss Grogs and then they just, <laughs> just look slowly at Cash backing like, away. Yeah. Yeah, they look at Cash Act like Yeah, you guys uh, never walked away. Oh yeah. He's there the whole time. Yeah, Cash Act, they look at Cash like he's gonna fucking kill us. <laughs> I, I guess he's gonna kill anybody. He just dragons breaths them all. I've given so many opportunities. Oh, if you can see the chat to, behind this, Trevor. Uh, <laughs> this chat behind. Why? Fucking, why it makes me sad. I don't we, get to we see plan behind your back. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. You, you <laughs> want me to want to kill everybody. I don't want to kill everybody. I've offered to relocate them to a cave that I plan to find, and I've asked them to stop killing shit in the meantime. Hey, Joe, I want you to kill everybody. I know you do. It's just been taught the entire time. We're just saying like moonbeam, which is really just his word for kill. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's not just been. It's not just been uh, moonbeam. It's, it's been, been, calls, it's been mostly calls. moonbeam. <laughs> I don't want to kill anybody. I've offered to try to find another cave and not kill them in the meantime. Which is, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, a mercy because everyone is egging me on to murder them. So I, I think everybody's a broad strip. 
So let's just ask. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what your opinions are. So I'm going to ask them not to kill, not to kill any more <laughs> mushrooms. Let's let's stop destroying potentially valuable alchemical components, which is the entire point, and then have them move somewhere else that I find, and also not kill any more shit. What about the fungus's life, Jake? I don't give a shit about the fungus. That could grow up to be a fungus leshy. You'll never yeah. know now. Yeah, no. I How high does the mushroom grow? If you cut it down, you will never know. Thanks for that Pocahontas reference. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. I watched Mario, the Mario Brothers movie. That might be the king. Yeah, nobody's ever seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah. I've seen it. I'm still, still working on where you're I'm from. about to introduce it to my children, honestly. Oh, oh it's so bad. It's nearly John Leguizamo's best work. <laughs> <laughs> this has to be like the most cathartic episode you've ever had. Yeah, right? This yeah, has been, you've just been edging for the last 10 episodes. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> true. Bustin', Bustin' makes me feel good. Bustin', Bustin', Bustin'. Yeah. So, okay. I'm sorry if I seem combative. It's been a long week. <laughs> We understand the scaly man mad. <laughs> we won't kill. We won't squish mushrooms. We'll go deep in the cave, but we are afraid. If you find a place for us, tell us. Come back and find us. And he motions over. And a cave spider about a foot across comes over and crawls up on his shoulder. He says, come on, munch, munch. Uh. <laughs> Bunch, we have bunch. to go farther into the cave. If anything happens to Munch Munch, <laughs> I'm going to lose my fucking mind, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and they descend deeper into the cave, chattering to one another very, very slowly and pensively, like children sneaking down a hallway. Your lordship, have you checked the cave? Do you know it's safe down there? I was going to ask if the Incredible Hulk music was playing. <laughs> We're too afraid to go. We never have. All right, gentlemen, if you don't mind, can we make sure this cave towards the bottom is safe? Let's make sure they have a nice place to live that isn't going to kill them. Sometimes you need a vacation for your vacation. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yes. Okay. So I'm also going to tell Hattie what's going on, appraise her in the situation, and then I'm going to... Everybody, don't squish any mushrooms. Everybody, watch your feet. Don't squish the fungus. I don't know what it is. There's something in that cave. I can never remember what it is, though. I'm sure y'all figure it out. Well, I'll lead the way. That's fucking ominous. I think it's mushrooms. It's mushrooms, right? Is she still just standing next to us? Because I'm not going to talk shit in front of her. (laughs) She's just standing out there watching you walk away. So... So nobody else is concerned that the woman who worships an insane moon god thinks that this cave is, and I quote, different? I'm extraordinarily concerned about all of this. This does not feel right. Well, she's also an herbalist. I mean, maybe it's just got the right atmospheric conditions. (laughs) Maybe. Like a cheese cave. I just don't want them to die. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so are you going to explore the cave for them? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, you're going to go ahead of them and, and appraise them of the situation after the fact? Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go check it out. We can all yeah. see in the dark. Okay. So, if you go to the back of the cave, um, it, it, it narrows to a small tunnel about two and a half feet wide, about five feet tall. As you squeeze through, mechanically squeeze through this opening, you see it opens up into a large gallery. There is a pool in the center of it 
and a small waterfall that's trickling into the pool at the far end. You're looking at about 30 feet across, 20 feet wide. The pool is rimmed all around the outside by flat ground. It doesn't look particularly wet away from the pool. There is more fungus here, though. Uh, They are mushroom-looking things, a little bit larger than what was out there. Uh, But they look different. They're not bioluminescent. They have red caps. Just pretty generic. Uh, but, But the rim of the pool, it's about five feet of space all the way around of it. So it's plenty enough for them to go in there and hang out here. Uh, And the cave does continue on with a similar pinch directly under the the trickling waterfall. Uh, And from that entrance, there is a little rivulet-type stream that's coming out of the pool and down deeper into the cave. And you can hear the echo of the drips and the water running. You can, you know, you hear bats every once in a while. There's a couple bats in here. Uh, It smells, the air smells fresh. It doesn't smell musty and damp, which suggests that maybe there's an air source further into the cave, or maybe it's coming from wherever the water's dripping from. You can't really see in color, because that's not how dark vision works in Galarian. It's all black and white, like you got uh, infrared scopes on. So you can't really see the coloration of anything. Uh, I already said something was red. Oh, well. So you can't really see much of the coloration of anything. But the walls of the cave are very, very striated rocks. You imagine it'd be fairly beautiful if you could see the coloration of it. Well, this is definitely enough space for Boss Gronk and both of his mifflets and Munch Munch to make a place to live. For the time being, until we can find a better place to relocate them. We got any objections? I feel like this works for me. Mm. <laughs> but I, I worry about these different mushrooms. Are we sure that they're safe? Well, they're not supposed to touch them, are they? And what else lies deeper within the cave? Hmm. I mean, uh, can I, like, poke my head into where this other opening is going further down? Like, what? A- sure, you guys could continue to go. It's fine. Yeah. Let's just keep looking. Let's just make sure that it ends at some point, that there's not some abominable horror. If you start stepping into this area, it's not small enough that you need to squeeze here. But you need to make acrobatics checks because the ground is perfectly smooth and there's water running on it. It is slick. I can continue ahead if need to be, because my acrobatics is pretty sick. What's the hard DC for level three characters, Christian? That is 20. It's going to be a DC 20 check to not fall. If you fall, you will be carried down the slope like a water slide quickly to the end of wherever it happens to go. This sounds like a win-win. Yeah, yeah, why, did, fun. why did you, why did you, uh, just wait one moment, and I pull uh, the rope out of my, uh, my pack. Oh, this again. Yes, why did we try it again? It, it, it was, it was wonderful last time, wasn't it? Oh, yes, I hope this time I don't get acid in my eyes. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, if, if you don't mind, just lift, lift your arms. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm gonna tie is it like a, is it like a hole, like an entrance that he would need to squeeze through? No, it's not. It's large. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. All right. Okay. All right. Here I go. I'm going to roll. All right. Natural 20 for a 30. Perfect. Damn. Um, This tunnel is, it keeps going. You can't really see how far. If you continue every about 30 feet, I'm going to have you roll another check. Am I like going downward? You're going at a, a slope. So probably, a, I don't know, 12% grade. 
Now, is this necessarily like, and is this a tunnel or is this like a large open area? It's a tunnel. It's a, oh, so this is, okay. Neat. You have uh, 50 feet of rope, by the way. Okay, so I can only really do one more check before I'm out of the rope's range anyway. Yep. I also have a rope. We can <laughs> daisy chain the ropes. We can tie them together. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, I'll roll again. Uh, that is a natural 15 for a 25. Okay. You continue Damn. on and you make it to the length of the end of the rope and mm-hmm. the tunnel still continues. I'm going to yell back up the tunnel towards everybody. There's still more tunnel. Could you tie another rope to the end of the first one? And they do it. And I roll again. How much rope do we add? I've got a rope. 50 feet, right? 50 per. So another 50 feet. So you've got 150 feet of rope total if everybody ties them together. Okay. Uh, Then I'm going the other 30 feet. Like you said, I rolled a 16. It begins to go around a corner to the left. Okay. So it's not a straight shot anymore. All right. Noted. And can I see the end of this tunnel? No, it continues to loop. It's almost like a, uh, it descends more steeply here. And it mm-hmm. looks like a downward corkscrew. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit farther and see what I get. Oof. That's a six for a 16. You slip and fall <laughs> and go to the end of the 150 foot length. It goes around corners and down. Just slapping into the wall. Just, I'm like, I'm doing luge down this You're pretty much doing luge down this thing. <laughs> And you get all the way and it catches you. And I'm going to have you take uh, 1d4, a bludge for that. Oh, God. Why did I tie that door around my waist? Two points. Two points of bludgeoning for the slip sliding away. And it continues to go, but it sounds like you can start to hear the water rushing into a larger pool of water. Like it may end in another chamber that's full of water. Like an underground lake? Yes. Okay. I'm going to yank up on the rope and be pulled up by the other stronger characters and a minute or to- so later be like, I went the full 150 feet and it's still going, but it sounds like I almost made it to the end. There's what I believe to be a subterranean lake farther down. I don't know if there's anything in it that could be a danger to them. But it is dangerous for me to continue to to look unless we have more rope. Otherwise, if I slip and fall, I'm going to fall into this chamber and probably be stuck. Well, anything trying to come up towards them would slip and slide all over the place. Unless they got the climb speed. Mm. I don't know why I got so metagamey there. It would be extremely difficult for somebody to come back up here unless they had uh, assistance. I think it's safe to assume that for now that our midfoot friends will be safe here. I don't think anything is going to come and get them. And this gives us time to go look for something else for them to do or go. Sounds like a plan. All right. So we go and inform Boss Scrog that there seems to be no danger. It it is a subterranean lake at the bottom. We cannot get to it, but it would also be exceptionally difficult for anything to get. You should be safe further in. So you say my people safe here? In this chamber. I'm not guaranteeing anything because I don't want to be held accountable. I'm saying that I went 150 feet down into that tunnel and I believe it ends in the subterranean lake. It is exceptionally difficult to get down or up. So I'm saying that if anything is even down there, it would be very, very, very hard for it to get to you. If there's anything there at all, which I don't have any reason to believe there is. We will stay 
we will not go farther. Just don't touch the mushrooms. I don't know what they do. They're apparently important. We won't touch the mushrooms, but you find us. You find us a new home that we can make our own truly home. We will do our best. Stay safe. And we leave the cave. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh... (laughs) Joe, you guys did a bang-up job with the uh, Thirsty Alpaca. Do you think maybe you could cave in the tunnel after that first pond? Oh, oh yeah, continue to poke the bear this session. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Could I theoretically collapse a tunnel? Sure. Do I have any experience? Who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> it was just a thought. That's only for me and Apsu to know. <laughs> Only apps who can judge me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have any traps that can lay, and I don't want to yeah. collapse that, because especially if you're, like, over an underground lake, right? Yeah. There's, like, a tunnel going up. I feel like that's a good way. I, I, I'm not an engineer. I'm not a foreman. I'd be reluctant to collapse anything without knowing the uh, eventual repercussions. Well, regardless, we've solved one issue for the time being. Don't we have something we came here for for you, Kashak? Yeah, let's go back to Hattie and see if she's happy. Oh, uh, you make your way back out to Hattie and she's there. Where'd they go? I, I didn't see any of the mitflits come out. They went deeper inside. Oh. They haven't left yet, but they've given us their word that they're not going to destroy any more of your mushrooms. And we're going to try to find a place to move them to. As long as they don't, but if, if, they, if they touch my mushrooms again... I'm going to give him what for. Completely understandable. Hattie, uh, uh, apropos of nothing, do you know about any caves nearby that have rocks that bite? I can't say that I've, I've been to one that do, but, uh, you know, that sounds, uh, sounds a lot like a cobble mine to me. A, a, a what? Oh, it's a, a cobble mine. You never heard of them before? Have I? No, we haven't. What would I have to roll to figure out if I do? Occultism. I have occultism. I think. Hold on. Come on. Christian, why don't you just have the answers? What are we paying for? It's occultism. <laughs> it's occultism. Okay. I'll rule. I was going to say, I'm looking for it. I wasn't prepped. I got a 14 plus 7 for a 21. Yeah, I feel like I might have heard about these before. I'll give it a try. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. They um, are small pebbles they look like uh they look like a squarish stone a couple inches across and completely harmless and individually they are but if you get a large enough group of them they can be pretty aggressive uh their edge of the stone splits open like a geode and they can bite and they're very difficult to deal with in large swarms of them together they are called a cobble swarm. Oh, God. Yeah, I just saw the art. Holy shit. Yeah, that's kind of freaky. They're like geodes. But angry. Yeah, they're like geodes that can eat you. It's it's just a rock filled with hate. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and teeth. <laughs> Who, what God made this? It's like an uncomfortable flashlight. I just remembered this. I had this locked away at the back of my brain, and I chose to forget, Hattie. And then you said the word, and it's like I opened this box. Why did I open this box? Some questions are 
better left unanswered cash hack. Or, my little rat friend. I'll ignore that. Anyway, <laughs> um, do you know of any caves that have cobblemites in them? Because that's what they were complaining about earlier. I would have stayed away from any if I would have found any with cobblemite infestation. They can pop up almost anywhere. They kind of ride on the currents of the earth. Sometimes they can uh, rise when a uh, tunnel's been disturbed, maybe by a cave-in. They can flow out from the fissures. You ever seen these things before? I've seen them. I stay away. Uh, It sounds familiar. Let me... I'm not sure if I remembered them. Wait, bro. I've only seen pictures in books... They're like cuboid geodes with teeth and anger. Solus, do you know what I'm talking about? They're freaky. I haven't a clue, I'm afraid. I'm good. It's, it's weird. God, I hope that's not what we find. Uh, well, I once had a cobblemite as a pet many years ago. How? That sounds horrendous. What was his name? You keep him well fed there. What do you feed? They're very it? content. What do you eat? Food? Eggs. Exactly. I fed him what I had. He seemed happy enough, never bought, bit me as long as I kept him fed. I went a couple days, though. He nearly took the end of my, of my finger off. They're real dangerous. But if you don't treat them right, they could be a powerful ally. It reminds me of just that Gary Larson cartoon where it's a single frame of these, like, two uh, frontiermen inside of a cabin. And there is a pet bear off to the side eating out of a bowl. And one of them has a hook arm. And he's like, me and Susan here have an understanding. She doesn't follow me into town. And I don't finish or I don't take the bowl until she's done. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrifying. I don't like these things. Let's leave. (laughs) We have another tunnel to go to. I'm at the point where I'm I'm actually kind of interested in these cobble mites. And I wonder if we could befriend them by feeding them the mifflets. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then, and then, in the end, this is all a really like convoluted ploy for me to get munch munch. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it wrong for a cleric to have a familiar? <laughs> Man, stealing people's pets. You can take the familiar master uh, archetype and pick up a familiar. Oh, I think I found one to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> oh Too bad God. you can't get it to level ten now. That's fine. I don't need it to. It could be more of a mascot than I think. It'll be for Fist of the Ruby Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be the name that'll be the name of your, your cobblemite familiar, Ruby. <laughs> With that, uh, I guess we can we can head on over to your tunnel, Cash Act, figure out what's going on. Thank you, honey. I realize we haven't found a permanent solution to your problem, but uh. I understand you're trying. I don't want to kill him either. I don't want to force them into nothing they don't want to do. They got just as much a right to live as anybody else, but I got to protect what I need, too. I understand. Thank you. And uh, she begins to lead you due east, like straight line, almost like she's got a compass in her head. She does not deviate from the straight line. Uh, and and you're getting farther from the gauntlet, deeper into the Yemen wood in the direction of Absalom. And you, you can see it from the distance. It's almost like a large, rocky outcropping jutting up above some of the smaller trees. There's some, some bushes and shrubbery around it and almost carved into the into this outcropping. It's almost like a lane that curves 
probably about 20 feet across that can make its way into a hole in the ground and and slowly going down. Kashak, you would recognize this place. You've been here before. All right, and you guys make it to this weird, definitely man-made or creature-made. Humanoid-made. Humanoid-made. Manufactured. Intentionally created. Not natural, one would say. Inorganic. Cavern. Even. Cavern, you say? It looks like there's even been vines cultivated to grow over the top of it to to shield it from rain. There are some drainage areas that allow water to wick away instead of deeper down in the tunnel. This was definitely made with intention. This is just evident of intelligent design. Wait, with intent? It was made with intent? <laughs> yes, you, you better roll with it. Yeah. <gasps> Titular line. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh shit! They've been busy at the northern tunnel. You guys seeing this? <laughs> These vines weren't here at all last time. I would like everyone to give me a perception check. Right. I think my perception's plus six. <laughs> I got oh, a fifteen, shit. so twenty-one. I rolled a seven for a sixteen. A natural nineteen for a twenty-five. Twelve for a twenty-one. That is a nine for a sixteen. Who rolled a twenty-five? Me. Good job, buddy. Kashak, you notice some odd slickness on a few of the stones, uh, and it has not rained in quite some time. It's only on a few of the stones, and if you look really closely, you can see some residue around them, almost in like a path, coming from away from this cave mouth and then going into this cave mouth, but it looks like it tarried a bit on top of these stones and left a little bit more of whatever that was. Look at this. Hmm. Kashak, you don't seem very down with the slickness. What's wrong? <laughs> God, that was episode 14. Bill <laughs> <laughs> will walk Call up back. with Kashak and just put his hand on it. What is it? Oh, God. I don't fucking know, man. Don't lick it's, it. Bill, it's, it's, you, don't, don't touch don't, it. Don't, don't lick it. I just said don't wait, lick wait, wait, it. Wait. I sniff it. I Do, sniff it. <laughs> Bill, Bill, please, no. <laughs> William, look around. Is there an empty bottle that says yum on it? Yum. I need a will save out of you. Yeah. <laughs> 16 for a 22. You feel something in the back of your mind. Oh. Like, like something trying to take control. Very fleeting. And you snap out of it. Oh. Like there's something gnawing at the back of your mind. Like tendrils wrapping around your brainstem, and you snap out of it. Are you okay? Yeah, it was. It was like I was gonna rage, but I didn't want to. Don't touch that again. Uh, yeah, fuck, Billion. Let's let's not just keep poking stuff. Let's <laughs> uh, rub my hand on the grass to get it all off. Do I see like a like a trail? Is it like a slug trail or like footprints or anything? Can I? <sighs> Looks broken up. Kind of hard to tell a discernible pattern other than it came from one place and went to another. Definitely a jumping slug. (laughs) 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 Classic jumping slugs. I've seen them a couple times in my day, Kasha. I guess the the cliffside (laughs) slugalope. Nasty fuckers, really. Yeah. Half slug, half jackalope. Just a rabbit head with antlers on top of a slug body. Nice. The snail trail everywhere. <laughs> Put on the top. The antlers are actually just ice dogs. <laughs> Christian, get on that art. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I need, a, I need a Sluggalop stat block. <laughs> One Sluggalop coming It's going to be my next character if Phil dies. The next uh, Beast okay. Foundry character or creature will be a Sluggalop. You get it first here, guys. I don't believe hey. they exist. <laughs> <laughs> guys, nobody touched that. It's fucking with Billiam. I can and see colors. Here, the rocks shift a bit. And like the like little pebbles, or like how big are they? Uh, pebbles. General sound of it happening. Fellows group together. Uh, oh no, it's the slug look. <laughs> Everybody, get behind me. <laughs> it's two. Count to three. I mean five. Wait, what? Who has salt? Did anybody bring salt? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> little Lot's wife coming right up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it stops, it subsides as you guys stop moving and collect into one spot. Shy Halud can be tricked if you walk without pattern. Can I can I roll something on that uh, that slime, that ooze that seems to be everywhere? Yeah, give me a cultism. Okay, we'll do I'll roll that too. I have a, I have a cultism. I bring it up it's to you guys' faces like, study this. Oh, God. <laughs> I rolled a three and, it, and it, you almost get it on me. Look, oh, no, God. I rolled a 24, which is way better than my last roll. You're like an older sibling, like with a booger on the end of your finger. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I do that to you, and then Tobin grabs my hand. He's like, stop messing around, and he starts investigating it. I will turn this car around, children. God damn it. I push Yosef down, and then let the, sl- the, let the uh, spit hang from my lip, and I suck it back up. <laughs> Good thing you had milk today. <laughs> Need the surface tension. There's nothing particularly specific you can find about out about this whatever laid it was long enough ago that you can't figure out the specific properties of whatever left it but it's something that typically belongs in the water and it has not been for some time you imagine that it was close to death before it left this oh i don't know that i'd relay that to everybody else but i i can't imagine as todd what could leave that other than some sort of slime or Jelly ooze, yeah, something like that. Unless it is actually just a really sad, sick, large fantasy snail, the Slugalope. I believe this is the residue within the hothouse. <laughs> <laughs> I give it one. Somebody get a black light. Let's check it out. <laughs> Don't. It looks like a Jackson Pollock in this cave opening. <laughs> oh man. So, so whenever we move, we're hearing pebbles move. You are. Oh, it seems like uh, Pebbles moving when we're moving may or may not. Harken back to what we just learned about. Some cobble mites. Hero point. Hey! Don't be no kidding. Good job. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna grab a rock and I'm going <laughs> to wave at everybody. Like It's going to bite your finger. Stop. I'm going to be like, hand up, like open palms. Stop, 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 right? And I'm going to toss it in. I'm going to see if when that hits, if there's additional movement. And not only do you hear it, but you see the ground ripple. And it's almost like a wave rushes to that spot and cascades over it and pushes the pebble down into the ground. And you can see the glints of little crystalline dagger-like teeth glinting in the sun. Oh, fuck. On this roiling mass of stones. You can see that shit. This is bad. Uh, I'm going to... That must be what killed the Sluggalope. <laughs> I'm going to draw my sword and my shield. Well, let's see what we can do from a distance, right? Uh, 
Nothing. I can do nothing from a distance, Kashak. Okay, well, uh, I, I mean, I am, I'm not sure what I can do about this either. I have a whip. I don't. I've, I've heard of these, but I've never seen them before. I want a mage hand. Just pick one of them up. We'll just grab one of them. <laughs> <laughs> just pull it back towards us. Perfect. Oh, wait, I hope it's not one of their young. What's your rage on ma- rage on mage ha- mage hand? It's thirty feet, isn't it? Yeah, it's thirty yeah. feet. Okay, so you do it. And it comes towards you. you. You pull one out. And as it notices that it's floating, you can see its mouth open up and bite impotently at the air around it. Oh, so many good hot dogs. I want a baseball bat out of my mall when he's done. <laughs> yeah, this is a cantrip. We can just do that all day. Yeah, so you just like bring over this like golf ball. I'm imagining like a golf ball sized rock that's just like roughly, yeah, roughly just biting around. Cuboid golf ball sized yeah. rock. It's strangely cute. It's so angry. Look at it. Look at it. It hates me so. <laughs> I can just imagine the the noise it's making. It's like the little chomping of like crystalline teeth, like like click 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 click. Or maybe they're harmonic, right? Like when you ding them, like a magic, like a music hit, like ding 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 ding. Is it like? <laughs> I want it to be making some like barely audible breathy noise. Do like <laughs> just like biting, like gremlins. <laughs> Or critters. That's exactly what oh, it's yeah, like. Critters. Are you gonna? Yeah. Are you gonna? Are you gonna baseball bat this thing? No, I want to put it in a jar. I, I will let uh, Kashak do what it is he wants to do with it first, and then when he gives me the green, when he gives me the nod, what? I can will. I keep one? <laughs> I'm looking at it. I just like, like I like neat rocks, and this is the neatest rock I've ever seen. It it hates me so much. It's no blue sandstone, but it'll do. We don't have any jars for you, Yosef. I can't let you get hurt. No, I brought one. I I I, I fuck you. I brought one. You, <laughs> you have a jar with a cork. That's right. Before this moment, because if he does, this, if he does really, if rock. he really has a jar, then I will. I don't. I, will, I don't. Okay. okay, let me have this. You still have the bottle that says Yum on it with the black. The oh shit! I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do still have. Let's let it steep in black out. I go fine. Kasha, give me another one. You I give just, me another I, one. You I give empty me another out the one. Yum bottle and I put the angry rock inside and listen to it clink around. Pets for everyone. It's like Tamagotchis. Yeah, how do familiars work? Right, that's that's what sorcerers are supposed to have. Oh God! Now I have to ask Kathy what to feed this thing. No, I, no, we need to do this because I'm very curious as to how it defecates. <laughs> I want to know everything about it. Yeah. So, uh, all right, we've got one for us. Why go back to shit with you? It's not just me. That stuff happens when I'm not I, here. You I, know that. I can only our imagine. bodies are a donut made of skin. Shitting just, is literally half of what we do. The other half is eat. I just imagine like Yosef holding. It's like a child with a firefly in a jar, but it's this angry rock. Just like uh, sticking a leaf in there, and we're good to go. It's, it's just like tinking around on the bottom. Oh, do you have to poke holes in it? Don't feed it after midnight. I want to see how far I can hit this thing. <laughs> this seems like a bad idea. Okay, I'm gonna grab another one and I'm gonna mage hand it towards us. I look at Solus and go, should I blindfold myself like a pinata? <laughs> I'm talking about hard. This thing's a tiny, man. Is your Kitsunera? <laughs> oh, it might be. How old do hobgoblins live? Yeah, right. Kitsunera's for girls, six, though. He's only 15, it's though. okay. He could be a 15-year-old hobgoblin. Man, I wish I could I wish I could have had a Kitsunera, man. Freaking dresses are amazing. 
It's like in, it's like in the, the TFS bridge. Like, He's 11. I'm six. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, what are you going to eat it with? What, what weapon? My mall. I would like to pull my mall out because it's got a... And I don't want to swing the thing at it. And uh, I'm going to line it up and... Uh, Give me an attack roll. 17 plus 10, 27. <laughs> Happy Gilmore's this fucking thing. <laughs> he smashes this thing, launches it. But as he does... He shifts his weight on the balls of his feet and disturbs mm-hmm. the ground. A little more than he probably should have. And this wave begins to slowly ripple towards you. No, 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 no. And it gets closer, and, and as it gets about five feet away from you, it begins to encircle the group. Oh, no. That's not what I want. Oh, yeah. And something as if disturbed by this noise. You can see at the edge of the cave, out comes a foot first. Uh And a hand, you can see the scaly hand and foot of a kobold. (gasps) Of a kobold. It looks sickly. There's something wrong with it. And it steps into the light. And there's something on its head. It's the helmet. It's a corkscrew shape. There's tentacles raining down from the top. And you see a pair of your kin stumble out, incoherently babbling, with their eyes filled with murder. And we'll see you next week. Oh, this thing oh looks like going to be a butcher's nail. I feel like this is going to be a completely original fight. It's a world eater. <laughs> wow. Fuck. No, it's a, it's a world eater. I Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>